This is a weed ramp with Office 365. Hey everyone, this is Maran once more with a small weed ram. Yeah. I saw a very interesting article last week at the Harvard Business Review, the online website. If you don't know about Harvard Business Review, it's a super useful website that brings you a lot of studies around the workplace. Now, this article was called Reducing Information Overload in Your Organization. Now, of course, as a information manager, this immediately piqued my interest. So I read the article and I have to say there were some very, very, very useful things I got from this article and I really want to share that with you as well. So what are they saying? So this is talking about a Gartner study that they've done. They surveyed almost 1,000 employees and managers about their information flows. Yeah? So what kind of information volume are they getting uh, into their work life? So starting the day off with Outlook, with Teams, messages getting in from all over the place. So how does that work and, and what's the problem with that? So Dave Gartner surveyed a thousand employees, almost a thousand employees and managers, and they saw that 38% have excessive volumes of communications that they get in and 27% feel overloaded by that amount of information. So that means that employees report that they are overwhelmed by the number of information sources available at the organization and they feel that there's no point in keeping track of the information they receive and they spend their day attending so many meetings that they have no energy left for their actual job. Sounds familiar? Well, it definitely sounds familiar for me. So... Yeah, just doing meetings all day, seeing my inbox just overflow all the time. So yeah, it, it, that really resonated with me. So bear with me. So it's simple or simply as the cost of doing business in a knowledge economy. Is, is, is that what you by default get? Now, the feeling of information overload that, of course, comes with productivity costs. I'm, I'm done. I'm cooked by 4 p.m., so, for example. And then I still need to do a bunch of more work. Now, for example, the number of employees who understand and are aligned to company strategy drops by more than half when they feel overloaded by information. So more than half of the people drop uh, their alignment to your company strategy. And only 6% of those who feel overloaded by information report that they are highly likely to stay with their current company. So people that are overloaded are going to leave your company. And that as well is something that I see with my current projects as well. Like I'm getting a lot of feedback and I'm just asking myself, is this really worth it? Because I'm getting so many 
messages from left and right and so many things that don't concern me. Like, yeah. Now, compound those problems, those pre-existing problems with stuff, disengagement, such as burnout, fatigue, and distrust in leadership, and then you got a proper recipe for disaster. So that is really something where you need to keep out for. Now, this is where it gets interesting because we we all know this, we experience this day to day. But now here is where the study gets really interesting. The information volume is only partly to blame. The real problem is the information itself, and specifically the degree to which the accessing and interpreting of the information imposes extra work on the receiver. So it's the information burden that is the real problem. It's not really the problem that we get that many emails. The problem is that we need to look at those emails, delete those emails, see these intranet news posts, get rid of them, see channel messages that we don't need to see. And, and so it's just the attention hog of that information that is the big problem. It's not the amount of information. Now, information burden, as they describe, is uh, defined as a set of information that is uh, duplicative, so people getting multiple communications about the same or similar topic from different kind of channels. Um, it, it's irrelevant. So it might be might not have anything to do with their day-to-day -day responsibilities. For example, if you're working in HR, do you really want to see the Q1 earnings? Is that relevant for you? No, probably not. Um, Information burden is also effort intensive, so you have to do extra work to keep up with the amount of information you receive. And it's also inconsistent, so it might be internally conflicting. Yeah. So as a conservative number, an employee wastes around three hours and a half per week dealing with information burden. So executive leaders should regard this as unacceptable, mainly because they are at the greatest risk of feeling overloaded. So management has the greatest risk of, of having this because they're getting so much information from bottom to the top, but also from their peers about everything that has to do with the organization. So management really stands out in this risk of information burden. Now, that's all fine and well. How are we going to solve this? Okay, cool. So the article describes two steps. And the first step is create a low burden culture. So it's something that I try to do with all my organizations is to come up with a communication protocol. So instead of just leaving every team or every person to decide how they contact other people by just deciding it for themselves if they want to call someone or if they want to put something in a Teams message or write something on the internet. Create a communication protocol. Who do I contact? How? 
So it's gonna depend on the reach of your message, it's gonna depend on the urgency of your message, who you want to con contact and what uh, platform. So do you wanna write an email? Do you wanna write an email to many people? Do you wanna create a news post? Do you wanna put something on a channel message or in a uh, group chat or whatever? So make sure that your organization has a communication protocol. So don't leave it to people to just decide that for themselves. That will also get rid of uncertainty when you're collaborating with a new group of people because you know what the rules are, the rules of engagement, the rules of communication within your organization. Step number two is to reinforce accountability from the top. So um, it, I've, I've been using drinking from a fire hose as a, as a line in more than one uh, PowerPoint presentation when I'm talking about, for example, Microsoft updates, drinking from a fire hose, but they really put a nice spin on it. They say the phrase drinking from a fire hose is a familiar one, but we really should talk more about who is holding the hose. And I think that is a very, very, very funny thing. So this goes about um, uh, announcements on staffing changes, sales wins, updated forecasts sent by various department leaders create confusion about what information is most critical or relevant. Yeah. So as I gave you that uh, in, in that example just now, like this uh, Q1 earnings for an HR person, is that really relevant for what they need to see? Yeah. Um, I also use this example of uh, when I'm delivering my, my intranet course, I use this example of what C-level people want to see on an intranet. And that's about stock price and it's about new projects that they want and it's about the vision and the mission. And you also have this bubble of what employees want to see and that's the menu and that's the party pictures of last Christmas party stuff like that so that totally does not align with one another so if you're building an internet definitely get that view from both parties to make sure that your internet is well used but I, I use this example all the time so People are also constantly introducing new collaboration and pro productivity platforms and legacy messages continue to surface on top of, of these uh, things as well. So for example, we already had SharePoint, now we're getting Teams, now you might be rolling out Loop right now. So you get another collaboration platform is another channel of where people need to check if anything changed. So. In the morning, you need to go to Teams, you need to go to Outlook, you need to go to your new Loop application just to see if you haven't missed any conversations. So it's hard work uh, to do that. So how do we solve that issue? Um, is we need to reinforce accountability from the top. So we need to make sure that a bunch of people on the top sit together and talk about when are we going to communicate what to what group of people? Yeah. Now, you might do this by focus groups, surveys, or even creating a dummy inbox to mimic the volume of the content that people get, uh, just to understand yeah, 
what the actual problem is. Yeah? So this might be something that you could do. You could also take a look at your intranet, that's your shared resource. Um, take a look at how many news messages arrive there and, and who gets to see how many things. So organizations need to start their own shared governance system by bringing together functions that are most responsible for managing channels and, and employee experience like HR, communications and IT. So that is the second step. So step one, create a communication protocol. Step two, create a low burden culture to make sure that people don't get that overload. Yeah. So this was a super interesting article. As I said, reducing information overload in your organization on Harvard Business Review, hbr.org. Um, check it out, read it for yourself and take action. So get a survey out, see how people feel with information overload and act accordingly. So that's all for me. Thanks. Peace out. Bye-bye.